Mum never watches any of our shit. Yeah. yeah I wouldn't let her anyway. Welcome to the Make Shit Happen podcast. If you're a business owner or aspiring entrepreneur who is ready to learn how to stop procrastinating and take massive action to start turning your passion into profit today, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Sam McLeod, real estate expert, six-figure coach, and champion athlete. And my goal is to equip you with the exact tools and steps to create massive success today. Let's dive in. Welcome to another episode of Make Shit Happen. Today's guest is none other than Marty and Michael. How are you, boys? Yeah, man, we're uh, better we're good. now. Yeah, we're, we're it's been busy time of the year for us, but um, we're, we're doing good, man. Thanks for having us on. Oh, absolute pleasure. Thank you guys for coming on. It, um, been watching some of your videos lately and um, trying to do some research on you boys, and I got to say, you guys do some pretty crazy shit. Yeah, well, the social media is like you know we. <laughs> At the moment, with so you got to sort of go with the flow with social media, and at the moment, it's like it's quantity over quality. At the moment, you know, you look at TikTok; people post like six times a day. Facebook, it's, it's like the more the better. So we're just trying to pump out as many little friggin' vids as we can. So, um, you know, like today, for example, we filmed six videos where we're that involve some sort of pain. Mm. But um, but yeah. PG pain. You've got to make sure it's social media friendly. Yeah, so we try. It gets harder and harder. Yeah, we try and find that balance between like demonetized and okay for social media, and then the website is where we just fully let loose and are just disgusting, fucking sick fucks. Yeah, we sold our soul on that one. Well, not really. It's who we are. Yeah, true. It's what so we're we'd selling be like. our soul, being yeah. authentic. Yeah, yeah. it's us being our true selves, but. It's yeah. disgusting. Yes. Our true selves is fucked. I mean, look, you boys are obviously very successful at what you do. You've created an incredible business. You know, when you left school, because I know you boys are from Kelvin Grove. KG boys, yeah. Yeah, KG boys. I'm from oh, BBC. Yeah? I'm from BBC. Oh, true. Oh, down the road. Yeah, down the road. We used to see you boys on the corner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you left school and you were out in the real world, did you ever anticipate that you would be where you both are at today? No, man. We oh. So we met... I grew up in Toowoomba for some of my high school, came to Brizzy for the tennis. You know, it had, KG has like a tennis program, right? It's like a subject there. Yeah. That's where I met Michael. So Michael and I weren't in the same year. He was the year below, below me. But yeah, we just hit it off during there and then just started hanging out on weekends. And then we both got tennis coaching jobs at the school that we, at, at KG, and then so we just, you know, our lives, just everything that we did just sort of connected and was just, we'd always just be doing the same shit, same shit. And then- um, Mind you, he lived at my house in high school too. Yeah, yeah. I'd just stay over at his house, you know, most nights. And then um, just randomly as a bit of a hobby, we, we were like, we had some other mates who had like a production company and they're like, oh, you know, we need someone to make some content for us. So like, all right, and then we just went out and just started messing with people. The first, the first thing we wanted to do was social experiments. Well, that's what I wanted to do was just go out and just do like, you know, public prank type stuff. And then wasn't really working. And Michael, obsessed with jackass, was like, let's try some of these pain things. So I didn't even fucking want to do half yeah, this shit. Yeah, I should have roped him into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah, and then we went to like live streams on Facebook at the time, started sort of taking off. 
So every Thursday we'd do some form of live stream where we'd hit each other with something. And they were brutal too because we were like, we'd been doing it for a while and everyone's like, like all our close friends and family are like, what the fuck are you doing? Like we're not getting anywhere and we're just like Ubering and tennis coaching to pay the bills. We're getting fat and gross because we were so poor. So we had nothing to lose. So we were just beating the fuck out of each other on these live streams. <laughs> yeah, I remember one of them was... We used to like put thumbtacks around oh. balls, and I remember one time we like fully thumbtacked all these soccer balls, like and then a thousand like, thumbtacks on a soccer ball, just enough room for you to kick the ball so your foot wouldn't get, you know, stabbed. And then it got to a point where we we, we set it up, and he's in the like goalie. So one of us goalkeeping, and yeah. I kicked the ball at him, and on the first take. A thumbtack hits his hand and like the whole ball hits his hand. One gets lodged into his wrist or into his knuckles. Under the skin. (laughs) And like, no, that was like the third take because the first one, I remember it. It grazed along either your or mine's leg. leg, And because there were so many thumbtacks on the ball, it was like, like four kilos. It was like a steel ball. So it was really heavy. So it just tore the flesh off of us (laughs) as it went through. And we're like, oh, fuck. This might be a bad idea because it wasn't just a normal soccer ball. Then I connected properly and it went straight into him, into his hand, and then one got lodged into his, like, knuckle and we just had to go to hospital. Because I was freaking out that it was going to, like, travel down my vein and then, like, (laughs) go to my heart. So I was, like, (laughs) grabbing my wrist real hard and I was, like, we got to fucking go to the hospital. Yeah. That live cut was cut short that day. But it was that sort of – even we'd, like, get tennis balls and put, like, thumbtacks over them hit tennis balls as hard as we could into each other. And the wounds you get from thumbtacks, like, hitting you hard, it, it carves you up. Like, And it looks, sometimes it gets brutal when they get hidden, but it looks ten times worse than it, it's just so quick, the hit. You don't really feel the pain. And then, like, you obviously have all the bleeding and damage the after. adrenaline comes in. And yeah. Like, oh, it's shit, cool that that, that shit, like, I can't believe that, was that, that was allowed on Facebook. That's back. how it was back then. Yeah. We could do whatever the fuck we wanted and it was all good. Like, but I now, remember our first big viral video was when I ripped a toenail, like a toenail off, like my big toenail off. <laughs> and, like, it was a healthy now and it was excruciating. But that was allowed on Facebook Went back nuts. then. Like, and because really? everyone's like, oh, he's ripped a toenail off. And we got so much shit for it because everyone's like, oh, you guys just want to be like the next Charmian Jackson. And we're, and we're like, we're just trying to do what it takes because we're sick of like, it was either make it in making videos or just be like homeless and just probably become junkies. Yeah, yeah, I would have. That was our plan B. Yeah, yeah. Plan B was like, if we don't make it, let's just try heroin and see how it is. Well, hey, yeah. at least you had a plan B. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you you got to think ahead. Yeah. If you boys think back to when this journey first began and you know, if you can firstly give me some insight into the, the conversation you two had with each other. When you decided that this is what we are going to do, can you give some insight into the conversation you had? You know, did you guys talk to your parents about this? Did you just go, we're going to go and do this? Like, how did that happen? I actually lied to – because I was at uni for primary school teaching and I'd done like a year and, um, you know, mum was like, oh, yeah, you know, make sure you finish uni, blah, blah, blah. And then we decided, yeah, to start. Michael wrote me in because, you know, Michael had these other two friends, like I mentioned, were starting the production company. And he's like, you know, let's film some shit. And because we always did shit like that throughout high school, throughout our early 20s. We're like, oh, you know, it'll be fun. It'll be easy. 
and then yeah, that's sort of how it started. But the the the, the stunty type shit, there was never a real conversation. It was just almost like, oh, this really isn't working, so we let's try something different, and then that sort of started working. And now it's just a bit of both, like the pranking and the. Fucked yeah, up just shit. like sketch science, a bit of yeah pranks, and, and then just whatever we think is funny. Really. Yeah. Do your parents ever look at your videos and go, "Oh God, why the fuck oh. are you doing this?" Oh well, especially back then, as Marty was saying, when we we're doing the live streams and fucking ourselves up, our like friends like would yeah. just, "Are you okay?" Like call us up, like, "Are you guys all right?" <laughs> and mum and dad like would be like, "Yeah, what's wrong?" And be like, "Look, I just I'm sick of normal life, and this is my only shot." And then it's hard for me because, like, my parents were both police officers. <laughs> so I came from such a conservative background. And then they see me just fucking doing this and they're just so embarrassed at the beginning. And it's sort of like anything. Your parents just want you to be comfortable. And once they saw, like, it was a living and we could make a living off it, then it was like, all right. But okay. I still reckon my mum would, if I asked her, do you want me to keep doing what I'm doing or go back to uni? I reckon she'd still say go oh, back to uni 100 percent. but like yeah you know i get it it's like you know it, it was she was there was there was so mum's so traditional and shit and she's just like i don't know what to tell people that you're doing you know and it was just like yeah very awkward and yeah mum never watches any of our shit yeah, yeah i wouldn't so. let her anyway like oh man can you imagine listening to one of our podcasts or yeah something? well your mum like she was a nurse so she's at hospital and all the other nurses are coming up to her and look at what your son's doing now. And she'd get all like sad Embarrassed and shit, yeah. So yeah. I was, yeah. It was a source of, uh, of um, you know, embarrassment for a while until we turned it into a living. So, yeah, now it's all right. I mean, look, I know my, my parents would act if I was doing something like that and uh, they sure as hell would be calling me. Most parents, yeah, most it's parents. It's like, yeah, you, you've got to pull your kid in line if they're doing that shit. Like, <laughs> it's like a normal parent duty, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah, they fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it's their fault. <laughs> Has there ever been a time where you've sat down to plan a video and you've both looked at each other and gone, this is actually too hectic? Yeah. Oh, I remember the morning we did a website video exactly a year ago today almost. And that morning we we sort of pushed it away like knowing that it was coming up and we're like, all right, we'll do it next month, next month. And then we ran out of ideas for that sort of week and we're like all right we'll just go to this plan f and the plan f was like all right we're going to test out nail guns and like see at what distance is a nail gun dangerous and like because we heard well one of our trading mates is like oh if you shoot it from a distance like they spin in the air so they'll just like slap onto you and it won't like hurt penetrate the skin but that is complete bullshit. They shoot out like spears. Yeah, I was going to say that's every time. And we stupidly day. didn't go the small nails for some reason. We're like they're eight centimeters long, like the big oh. ones. Oh, yeah, go hard or go home, right? And Michael wasn't even like, we were like, so that's one of the one oh. videos where we think back and we're like, we really need to like assess. Like, it literally changed our thinking that video moving forwards. Like, we reassess the safety levels because Michael wasn't even like, I at least had a pillow covering my like kidneys and shit. He's like, spying. in case he missed. Because he's like, <laughs> he was aiming for our ass. Yeah. Because we're like 10, 10 meters, meters away. away. So yeah. You're 10 meters away. Yeah, and I had, a, I had a pillow and so many nails hit the pillow. Like, yeah. boom, boom, boom. And Michael, whenever he got hit, boom, straight in, straight into your ass, went straight like into half, your leg. The first one went like five centimeters into my ass. And I was like, wow, that's a good shot. And then I was like, okay, this, that's, I got like sort of this false confidence. So I was like, I don't need anything. And then 
we didn't realize this till after the shoot, but the, the dude had shot one and it went in between our heads. Yeah. Our filmer was like, you realize one of the nails. We were standing shoulder to shoulder. One of the nails went in between our heads. That's how like it could have been unpredictable like the nails were. And then like Marty got hit and it did what we wanted it to do, which is spin. And he just got this nail mark on his ass. But then one went, I was like, all right, we got to do one more. And one went, it went all the way into my calf, like eight centimeters in. And it's like so terrifying seeing like Fucking that in your car. And like, I was <laughs> He's like, where is it? Where is it? <laughs> and just the head of it, of a nail that's like this long is just <laughs> sticking out of him. Mate, those things, like they fucking hurt. And when yeah. they go through, they go through quick and you don't even know what's happened. Yeah, yeah it was that quick. And then I was so terrified of it being in me. <laughs> and I know you're not meant to, but I was just like, I need that out of me. So I just sort of pulled it out straight away. And then I was like, all right, we got to go to hospital and get it cleaned or just see if there's any damage done. Felt really weird to walk. And then we went to the hospital and they're like, why'd you pull it out? I was like, I know, but I just wanted it out. And then they did like x-rays and shit. And it's like if it had gone like a millimeter to the right or left was a, a main artery. Oh, and I always forget, like that? forgot about those like arteries like that are really like <laughs> crucial important. in your thighs. <laughs> yeah, Could we, been, like, we yeah. always forget about the arteries. Yeah. Well, we just sort of don't. And the best way, this is the best way to get good footage is to just not think about the consequences and just do it. And normally – Touch wood. Well, Michael's very good it's at always that. I'm, I'm always, I'm always the. I am a bit more analytical, and it adds to it because I always let Michael know the concerns in my mind. But then it fucks me because yeah. I'm like, don't tell me that, and it, yeah, and then it normally comes to fruition. I remember when we did the which sport is the scariest. I was this is me knowing because I've always been scared of like tackle sports. So we we um went up against. Uh, Sayafinga. Yeah, Sayafinga. And like literally did a run it straight challenge. And I just had in my head, he's going to break my rib. And then like, he's, I was just like, don't think, just do it. Ran at him. And then next minute he picks me up, puts me, lands on me, squashes me. And then I hear this click and it snap. And then you hear it in the video and yeah, broken rib. And I picked it before. I, it's like if you say it or you sort of Manifested think about it, you manifest it. Yeah. it completely. And I did. And next minute there I was with a broken rib. Because that was one of my questions I was going to bring up. Like you boys have been punched by Anthony Mundine. Um, you know, as you said, you've had your ribs broken, you know, by former Wallabies, Sofia You've been whipped, kicked, slapped, run over. You know, was there a point where you guys learnt your pain threshold or are you still pushing that boundary to this day? I'm trying to be better at like trying to be more adult now because I've got like a fiancé that I love and I want to stick around. Before then it was like, all right, like I'm ready. That's like it's a suicide run. Like it doesn't matter. It's for the entertainment. It's for the gram. It's for the greater good of comedy. But now I've got like things to weigh up because I actually have feelings again and I love her and I just want to be able to be there. So yeah. So we, we have a little bit to lose now, but also I think with the pain side of things, a lot of it's psychological mm -hmm. and like the more times you do a certain stunt or whatever, it it's not as painful anymore because you know it's it's going to be a bit shit, but you, that you don't have the nerves or the anxiety beforehand. New stunts are still terrifying, but like, yeah. So in a way, yeah, the pain threshold does get easier and easier as you the, the more you do it. Like with anything, things just become easier. But yeah, shit still fucking hurts. It's and it's still like it is literally just the build up to it that sucks the most. Once it's done, it's like all right. Sometimes then then, then other times it's like the build up shit, and then the thing is even. 
fucking worst. We did stinging nettles the other week and that shit lasts for like 24 hours. You get stung by this plant, stinging nettles, and you, like it hurts. It's this grind of pain for so long and it doesn't subside for 24 hours. You just got to deal with that. That's how you are for 24 hours. And so like, oh, that sucked. So the new stunts, yeah. Like certain things I'm good at, certain things I'm not. I hate, as I said, getting when I'm out of control. So if I'm getting tackled or like we did another stunt where we ran at each other with like exercise balls, if I can't control my fall or know how to bail right, like then I'm scared because that's when you land on your neck and that's yeah, it. Yeah, Michael's like real weird about some stunts and there's some stuff that I'm okay with. And then there's just most of the shit that Michael's okay with, but some some shit Michael's not okay with, and that you know. So we'd sort of like it's better because there's some shit that he won't do that I can do, and then there's lots of shit that Michael can do that I fucking would never do. Because I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I see from what Ron tells me, you're the one that ends up getting inflicted the most pain. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, well, it's always yeah, even back in live streams because I had to tag him along to doing this shit because he never wanted to do pain, but then he's got more like mindset to prank. Well, that's, I, I can't be fucked dealing up with like he wastes our money that, on that, billboards, yeah, the, like and with TV the, ads. Well, that's and, yeah. Well, that's the thing. I wanted to do always the prank, so it was always me. It's so easy for me to mess with him, and even during the pain videos, it was very easy for me to manipulate it slightly so that I would end up on the good end and then he would end up having to cop most of the shit. And like we did try, you know, splitting it 50-50 where we both got hurt. And But early on, no one wanted to fucking see that shit. Mm. Everyone wanted to just – it was just more funny when Michael got hurt. So that's just how the videos ended up going for a while. But I feel like it's changing now. I feel like – The fans like, are loving it when they see you. Yeah, now we do like Marty versus Michael, like proper shit, no cheating. And when Michael wins, everyone's just like, yeah, he fucking deserves that. He's <laughs> fucking cheating dog this is awesome so i feel like the tables are slowly turning which kind of sucks for me but i cheated today and got you pretty yeah, good yeah finally exactly. yeah what's the go with the hair explain that like what what were you boys doing we uh another yeah just it's this the repercussion of this i haven't realized yet but for people who are just listening i've just got like a whole head of hair of just candle wax that's we got this down. we got the, <laughs> we got this idea of of um dirty sanchez and they just melted down a bunch of candles till they were, it was liquid wax. And then they just went, paper, scissors, rock, if you lose, they scooped a cup of the hot wax and just threw it in each other's face. But the candle wax, I think we heated it like way too hot because it would have fucking just melted us. So we would, we just, instead of throwing it into our face, we just poured it on our heads. So the hair was very, sort of like the very threshold. hot though. But yeah, it sucked. And now I've got this head, like, I don't know how this, oh. It's going to be the longest night. Yeah, you're in what for you a shit night, dude. Ah, oh, no, no, I'll figure out a way. I can't lose hair. <laughs> but you can't lose hair. He'll never fuck his hair. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah like, well, that's another video. Yeah, literally, he broke the only rule, which was don't fuck with my hair. Next minute, he convinces me we're doing some hairspray peacock thing where he sprays my hair up to look like a peacock. But, but to be fair, I could have done that so much worse. I could have gone right down to your scalp. Yeah, and then he cuts my hair off as it's... As it's all hairsprayed up with a knife, and that was uh, that. That was one of the videos that did one. I think one of our best videos on social media, and it was PG enough to actually be on social media. Yeah, it's just it's so many rules now, but yeah, the hair's the number one rule. But as far as like stunts, what who can do what? It's oh well, one thing that we did 
we didn't, and this is where we don't assess things before we don't think about the consequences was we wanted to make like a, like a volcano, like a human volcano from like our asshole. You know when you put Mentos in a Coke bottle and it shoots up? Yeah, it just explodes, yeah. Yeah, so that's what we wanted to do in his colon. Yeah, and like originally, but the only way that the Coke and the Mentos react is when the Coke is freshly open. Yeah, when there's all when it's super fizzy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it took ages to funnel the Coke down his ass, <laughs> and then and then the Mentos it wasn't reacting, so we um, needed to find something more reactive. So we poured vinegar and bicarb soda Bullshit. into his ass. Turns out vinegar is very corrosive to your insides. And like within like three hours, he was fucking like doubled over in pain. That was another hospital like emergency trip, and that was the th- three of the worst days of my life. Like, and the doctor explained it. He's like, "I've never seen this case before, but you've basically you've got sunburn on the inside of your asshole, all through your colon." And I was like, "That's what it feels like," because I'd just be shitting blood and just couldn't get comfortable. And it, and then like it was the peak of the fucking virus, the so-called virus, where like I couldn't get into anywhere because I had a fever, and they're going, yeah. "Oh, you can't Literally come got in." Turned away from but, emergency because he had a fever, even though he's just bleeding from the ass. They're like, "You've got a fever, so we can't treat you." And I'm like, "Oh my god, yeah." It was the worst three days ever. Eventually got treated, got some painkillers, and it helped, but. And I don't have to have that uh, shit bag. There's no colon bag. They kept saying that this could lead to that. But. Yeah, so kids don't ever put vinegar up your ass. Mm. Yeah, no, don't do that. That's yeah. a very bad idea. They should put that on the bottles. Yeah. Look, I mean, you guys mentioned that you're both engaged, right? So how do your partners react when you're going through something like that? Do they go, <laughs> you're a fucking idiot? What, do they just go, you know what, you did this to yourself? I don't give a shit. Like, pretty, how do they react? They're pretty cool now. Amber says she gets a bit sad sometimes yeah, when they she come hates, home covered in fucking bruises and shit. Yeah, she still said like the first time I came home and I was just covered in bruises, it like tore her up a bit. But I just explained to her, it's like I can do, I can take it, it's okay. And Yeah, it's hard, I guess. Like she doesn't – she's gotten better at it. But they are like, yeah, to be fair, especially the website videos – that they're pretty fucking cool with it. Like, I don't think there's many girls that would be okay with, you know, fucking the the gross the gross shit that we do on the website is truly like I don't even want to explain it to turn people off, but there has been some fucked shit that we've done on there. Yeah, like shameful stuff. Yeah, like sometimes we finish a website video and I'm like, man, can, can we? Yeah, can we even like post this? Yeah, because I've got a stepdaughter now too, and like I don't want her to go to high school. And then, you know, one of her mates, oh, look, here's your fucking stepdad fucking, you know, pissing on Michael and he's wiping shit on his face. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. that now affects your, your the content that you put out because you've got that in the back of your head. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it, yeah. it hasn't lately. Well, this year. We still do it. We still do it. But I, I think I, I've already like got in my mind a way that I'll be explain it. You know, it's it's the intention is comedy. The intention is to make people laugh. And it's very shocking. I know it's shocking, but you know there is a large group of people who fucking love it, and that's who we're trying to make laugh. Those people. Yeah, it's the the niche part. Yeah, it's the intention. We're not. It's not like we're fucking doing it, you know, to to get off or like to fucking do anything weird. It's just we just literally just want to make people. Yeah, laugh. Yeah, it's like it's, you know how it is. Like when you're with your friends and it's like four a.m. at kick-ons, <laughs> and you just literally want to do shit 
to shock your friends. Yeah. Like it's, you just want to freak them out. And I've always found when like someone does something that's so wrong, it makes me laugh because like I didn't expect that. So therefore my natural reaction is to go, oh my God, and then laugh. And then it's just a one-upmanship constantly. Yeah, it's this competition. That's why like the best way to get content is at kick-ons. Because I just like, I just want to fit in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's yeah. all accepted at that point because everyone's so bent and twisted. Yeah. i got to ask like – you boys now have over, what is it, 10 million followers across your platforms? On I, I think media. so, yeah, about that, yeah. At what point or at what stage did you guys go, okay, we now have a business. We're now turning over money. We now can support ourselves. We can support X, Y, Z. At what point did you guys realize that in your journey? Uh, well, Facebook got monetized. So Facebook started monetizing videos like YouTube does. At the, I'll never forget it, end of 2018 in September because we were still Uber driving like, and I was using my ex-girlfriend's car to Uber drive so like she'd work all week and then I'd be like, she'd get home Friday. I'm like, all right, see ya. Go on Uber for fucking 72 hours and then Michael would be Uber. He'd hire, hire a car to Uber. We were like, and then the rest of our free time was just spent filming. So we were struggling hard to make ends meet. And all of a sudden, Facebook gets monetized and we start getting paid for videos on Facebook. And then it's like, all of a sudden, we're going from no money to making nothing crazy. But like, at the time, it was like, you know, we're making like eight grand. First month, I think we made like eight grand. And we were just like, this is fucking insane. Mm. And we're just like, we, we couldn't believe it. We're like, now we can quit all that shit and just concentrate on making videos. But then further down the track, we get demonetized on Facebook. So it's like... Yes, all this money and then all of a sudden, ah, oh, the money's dried up again. So then we're like, so then we needed to figure out a way where we're not so reliant on these platforms. So that's when we came up with the idea of the subscription website. University of Markle. Yeah, so we post all of our fucked up shit there. We can do whatever the hell we want. That's where all our hardcore fans go. And now we know we have a reoccurring income that we know what we're going to make. It doesn't matter so much now if Facebook or YouTube gets demonetized because we have this baseline income that we have. So pretty much when the website got to a stage where we were making enough to live off, that's when we were like, okay, we're safe now. It's all good. At, with the website, how much is the subscription? It, uh, the standard subscription is seven ninety nine USD, so like 10, 11 bucks a month. And we post weekly. It's like half hour episode um, each week. Yeah. yeah, right. Well, roughly 20 to a half hour, depends on the vid. Yeah. And yeah, it can be as well as like an extended cut of the social media vid for that week, doing which that. is like all the cutout shit that you can't really include in the so Because the rules are just getting so much, you know, the line is getting pulled back and back. You can't. Do what you used to be able can't to do. Swear now, you can't like. Yeah. yeah, everything's just so PG and PC, and so you've. It's that's why we've got that there, so we can sort of do what we used to do, but have a free game on it. And is that for exclusive content? Is that what they're paying for on yeah. the website? So you can only watch it through subscribing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You wouldn't be able to watch that on any platforms. Yeah, because it's just a bit too messed up. Yeah, are you guys at all scared? of the cancel culture that's happening at the moment with social media. Like you look at the guys like, you know, Andrew Tate, for example, <clears throat> there's another guy, Brian Rose from London Real, who's got a massive podcast. I love him. I love Ama him. Amazing, amazing. But, you know, he had the, that David Icke on his show and that triggered everything to be cancelled down. And he had oh, to start yeah, yeah. His, um, what's it called? The Real, 
the Freedom Platform, I think it's the called. Freedom Platform, yeah, yeah. Freedom Platform. That's where he does the David Icks and all yeah, those guys. Yeah, yeah I've watched them. And that's yeah. why he did it was to obviously move away from that. Is that what you guys are? Is that like your long-term vision or goal for the business? What's well, that? The Oh, yeah, the Freedom Platform is what uh, David Rose. Is it David? Um, uh, Brian Rose. Brian Rose, yeah, yeah, sorry. I only know the last name. Um, but, yeah, I watched all his stuff. I watch a lot of his um, online platform that he's got. But exactly, it's so you've just got your own home base of where you basically can't get cancelled um, because you're safe to post what you want. And that's the whole reason. And that's that's what a lot of people should really do. Uh, long term is just because you don't know how the rules are going to flip on you know social media or just yeah like but any having, platform having said that though yeah like cancel culture still scares the shit out of us because like anyone could go and cherry pick something out of one of our videos and then post it somewhere and be like oh look at this these guys are you know blah 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 completely misrepresent a joke of ours and then Boom! Off you go. You know, it's it's the the whole cancel culture begins, and you you think you're safe with your own website, but it's not just about the website. It's about the payment provider. It's about all these other things involved. So yeah, we still could potentially get cancelled, but we know that the people that we funnel to the website, they're all people with the same sense of humor as we have. So we're not nowhere near as worried about it. And we're very like loose and f- fucking say whatever the hell we want on the website. But social media, yeah, it's like you've got to go through it with a fine tooth comb to make sure you're that not too offending offensive? anyone. Yeah. God. I think the key though, and a lot of people fail at this, is when you do get cancelled or attempted to be cancelled is to not apologize. Well, I think it depends on the severity of the cancellation. Yeah. But like Andrew lot. Tate, there's nothing you can do. Even if he didn't apologize or whatever, he, he was just wiped out completely, you know? And then there's other people who, you know, oh, oh, you made this joke, you have to apologize. Then, yeah, I agree, don't apologize. But, yeah. Well, yeah, Jordan Peterson, I think, was the latest. They tried, didn't they pull him off Twitter before yeah. Elon Musk? Which is, Jordan Peterson is... You can't cancel that guy. People should be, the, no. the the thing that shits me is people go through life thinking, "Oh, I should never be offended." You're gonna get offended at shit. Get get over it. It's and, your and choice to on. be offended too. We're you chose this, to say, "I'm offended at that." We're in this woke culture at the moment, which I think is just complete bullshit, and it sends the wrong message, especially to the younger generation. Of it's not right to be offended. It's not right to get pissed off or hurt or to. You have to go through something you don't like. It's like, no, if you don't like it, then you shouldn't have to deal with it. And yeah. I think sends the wrong message, especially to the younger generation. 100%. Like, <clears throat> you look at Andrew Tate as a perfect example. Co- Cancelled off everything. Pa- um, his payment facilitators, his website, like everything he did was just bang cancelled overnight. Where you been? Where's the money? Get on the ground. Wait. Stay fucking there. Get on the ground, mate. What are you doing, bro? What are you doing, bro? I tell you what we're going to do. We're going to play ourselves a little game here. What are you talking about? Keep an eye on him. Shut that fucking door. What are you talking about? Get in here. What are you doing? Shut the door. What are you talking about? What are you doing? We're going to play a little game here. You owe me money. Where is it? Are you doing a podcast? Who are you? Who's this? Bro. Who's this guy? Just let us go. What are you doing, man? We're going to play a little game. Dude, I don't even fucking know this. You watch you perform? No, I'd like to make sure. You're going to break every finger on your right hand in front of everyone. And while you squeal, then we'll start on your friends. I just want to make shit happen. You want to make shit happen? I want to make shit happen. 
I just want to make shit happen. We should make shit happen. Oh, it's fucking Ian. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Fuck. I was like, this has got to be a stitch up. Like that's bullshit. <laughs> Hi everyone, this is Sam McLeod here. I am doing a special outro for this episode as the audio and video was cut off at this point. We had pulled a prank on Marty and Michael which was done specifically for the type of guest in which we had on this episode where we cannot show the audio or the footage for this. If you wish to see the end of this episode, please go on to my Instagram, which is Mr. Underscore Underscore McLeod, which is spelled M-C-L-E-O-D, where you will see the continuation of this episode. Again, due to the nature of the language involved and the prank that we pulled, unfortunately, we were unable to put this in the end of the episode. So please, please, please go on to my social media, which is tagged in the footnotes below of wherever you are watching this. Uh, you will find this on Instagram again, which is Mr. Underscore Underscore McLeod, and you'll be able to see the prank that we pulled on the pranksters. And it was very successful. And I would also just like to take this time to thank Marty and Michael for coming on and being some of our special guests on the podcast. It was an absolute pleasure having them on. So guys, please go onto my social media and check out the rest of this episode. And I look forward to catching up with you on the next one.